Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Basically, sis, we have a lot to catch up on. For me, it always feels like there's almost like a ticking time bomb type mm. situation where it's like, oh, I have all of these nice things, but are they going to be taken away from me? Yeah. We are taught so much to like anticipate the worst mm. that we never really sit and rest in the best. Mm. And when the best does come, sit in that yeah. for as long as you can. Don't just tell me about your projections and what, like actually show me what you have done. And I think sometimes you have to pull yourself up on your own receipts and mm. you pull yourself up on your own track record and say, do I have this self-doubt or this low self-esteem or this low self-image because my track record, I have no confidence in it. And sometimes that's an honest conversation you have to have with yourself. I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> it wouldn't be worth it if you weren't though. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, ladies, we are back. Season hey. three, episode one. Uh, and we are going to be talking about becoming a new woman yes in the spirit of the fact that within our own lives a lot has actually changed and also it's the end of the year so you're probably thinking about who you're gonna be in 2022 we are here to talk about change embracing transformation and also envisioning the woman that you want to be and how to become her we've moved in together we have moved in together we now live together this is our apartment guys we live here Doing big girls in the city, big girls in London. It's really given that sex in the city, yeah, obviously, without the sex. But sex, <laughs> in the, sex in the city vibes. Yeah, it's very, um, it's very different. It's, it feels, I'm still settling in. Yes, it's very eh? interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's very different. Like, we're living together now. Um, we're working on two my sisters a lot more now. Yeah. A lot has changed within our career. Basically, sis, we have a lot to catch up on. There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot, yeah, to, there's catch a lot to catch up on. A lot, but welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you didn't miss us too tough, too much. I hope you did. <laughs> Toxic. I hope but... you were hanging on our every word. <laughs> <laughs> but we're back, sis. We're back to shout louder than before, do bigger things than before. But in true to my sister's fashion, oh come on now! It's not just about us; oh, about it's about y'all, which means someone is in need of help somewhere someone, in the world. Someone, boy. So we have a dilemma: no laptops, as you can tell. I no, know, no table it, anymore. It's weird. It's, it's, I feel like I need like a cup of coffee or something. I know. I feel just, like you know... I'm reading like a sister's text. Like <laughs> someone's texted me. I'm like, sis, I got you. Okay. Hey, sisters. Hey. I've been an OG in the two of my sisters community from the very first episode. Oh, Thank you. We love this and I appreciate you two for this wonderful platform you've curated for the sisters all around the world. My dilemma is that I'm struggling with self-acceptance, particularly regarding my background and my family's financial capabilities. I'm afraid to let my friends and my partner in on how I actually live. I come from what most would call a middle income family, but compared to my circle, I don't come close. I'm embarrassed to invite them home because I'm afraid of judgment. I come up with excuses whenever anyone wants 
wants to visit, especially my partner. This is frustrating my friendships and straining my relationships, especially with my partner, because I'm not keeping it 100 with him. I'm always battling imposter syndrome whenever I'm with my friends and it's translating into low self-esteem, the fear of rejection, lying and sometimes even overcompensating, which is also tiring. Please help. Ooh, child. <sighs> Not the classism. Exactly. Damn. Exactly. Uh, yeah, this is interesting because I think... I think in our world generally it's and like you experience this even growing up without social media without things being like over the top you kind of get that comparison like what toys do you have do you bring back pack lunch do you have school mm. dinners do you have school money do you not um where do you live is your house nice do you live in a house do you live in a flat do you live on an estate do you, mm. like that kind of thing you you notice these differences and these differentiating differentiating markers between you and the people who you know literally from playground days right yeah. and it actually does grow up with you like you often compare what it is you have versus what everyone else has yep. and it can lead to very uh bad tendencies <laughs> uh, <laughs> like sis is describing yeah so yeah. insecurity yeah. overcompensating um lying 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 about what you do or do not have especially for attention or just to feel as though you fit in yeah. and stuff like that. And it is hard sometimes, I think, to come and come clean because you're afraid of judgment. Um, but I don't think you should be afraid of that judgment amidst people you call friends. Yeah, that was the thing for me. I was kind of like, are they really your friends if they don't accept well. you and where you come from? Because the one thing about growing up, and this is from someone who, by all intents and purposes, grew up very working mm -hmm. class, you can't change where you came from. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. There's yeah. nothing you can do to change, you know, that part of your story. Yeah. It is what it is. And That's it's the true. hand that you've been dealt. You can, of course, change where your story ends up. Mm. And this, this is, I'm going to spare you the whole motivational talk of like, you know, <laughs> aim for the stars yeah. and, you know, aspire to be upper class, whatever that is, because Lord knows that's already, that's always changing. But in terms of really cultivating true and deep friendships, mm. as well as a rom romantic relationship, people need to know who you are. The truth. And that is a part of who you are. Yeah. This doesn't even seem like a thing that, in terms of like self-acceptance, right? This isn't just about them accepting you, but you also accepting you Yourself. and accepting that this is a part of you yeah. and not being ashamed of that. Yeah. Like you said, that's definitely something that we battle growing up and we'll continue to battle as adults, right? This whole idea of comparison, this whole mm. idea of materialism, this whole idea of your worth and value being attached to, you know, how valuable you are in society as it pertains to how much capital you have or where you live or the clothes that you wear mm. and I would hope that your friendships and your relationship is not based on those things mm. and if they are then this is actually a great opportunity for you to review and think about whether these are relationships I'm not saying cut off your friends because I don't think that's what your friends will do I'm mm. hoping that you actually have great friends and you know <laughs> a great partner who will accept you for you and mm. all that kind of stuff but, and it, it's not necessarily you coming clean straight away and being like, this is my whole life. Obviously, these things are built on like, you know, trust mm. and um, cultivating those relationships. But if you have cultivated a deep enough and intimate enough relationship with your friends and your partner, mm. then these are not the kind of things you can hide from yeah. them. Um, and that's okay. Like, it's okay to not have come from, you know, the 
you're not a princess. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. okay to not have. But you're also not royalty. poor. So I, this like <laughs> <laughs> middle income. I was like, Girl, it sounds like you live in a house. That's okay. They got roaches. Like you're okay. <laughs> it's not but a health I hazard. It. I get in the sense that maybe compared to everybody, like yeah, okay, yeah, 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 they're driving these or they live in these areas and you don't like, like Ranger road. Okay, calm. But like you said, actually, eventually they're going to find out. Yeah, they will. Especially the more you have to open up and have honest, deep connections and relationships with people. They are going to find out. They're going to want to know more about you, who you are, who your family is, your history. And if you haven't accepted that, it's going to not make them less likely to accept it. But you're probably blowing this well more, way more out of proportion. Yeah. Like... I don't, I like to think we don't live in a world where the people you call friends would be like, oh, you live there still. They're not friends. Like, that's not friendship. That's like, it's giving um, Demi Lovato's character in Camp Rock. Yeah. Like, when she didn't want them to find out her mum was the cook. Exactly. It's like, these are not the friends that you want to, if a friend is going to judge you. Exactly. I can't wait to ring back the musical <laughs> If a friend is going to judge you about where you live or the amount of money you have, that's not a friend. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And these are not things we should really allow to follow us into adulthood because you're going to meet a range of people and you're going to have to realise that friendship is far more than these superficial material things. Mm. Like that these things barely matter and the fact that you've already been able to sustain a relationship with these people and build friendship build a romantic relationship they're already in they're already invested they're already here for you and that's them not even knowing you to the fullest the fullest extent of who you are them finding out what has made you into this is not going to change that because it doesn't change who you are as a Mm. person it's just They've already accepted the full package. They just don't know what made that package. And so you just have to reveal the parts of that history and let them know this is not for them to feel sorry for you, look down on you, try to help you to get out of it. Like you're not coming to them for help. You're coming to them just to be authentic. Mm. This is your story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like that, that's it. So don't be scared. I think it's, it's... Stop lying, girl. Yes. Honestly, Just leave it. And you know what? These things can easily land you in hot water because lies are hard to keep up, especially lies about your lifestyle. And like And they're expensive. Ah, Where you live, what you what your lifestyle is. Like it's hard to keep up that pretense Mm. in general Mm. because it's expensive, number one. But also you don't lies have to be covered up with more lies. And the more you lie, the more you're actually damaging. The relationship. The relationship is not being damaged by the fact that you're not as rich as them. The mm. relationship is going to be damaged by the lying. Yeah. The relationship is going to be damaged by the lack of authenticity and the lack of honesty that you think you have to put on. That's what's going to put the nail in the coffin. It's not you not having as much money as them or not being in the same class as them. It's not that. They've already accepted you for who you are. Yeah. Well, not for who you are, for what you've shown them. And I know you may be scared because you're like, well, maybe what I've shown them is the lie. And that's what they've accepted. You have to decide whether you want to be friends with people who are not truly friends with you and who you actually are. Because they may, your friends may be friends with the the portrayal of who you've, like who you've portrayed. Then give them a chance to actually get to know you or decide that you want to live your life as a lie. Yeah. 
No one wants that. <laughs> life is too short for these kind of things. Fully. It's too short. Fully. And it's too... Life is already too complicated mm. to then add these things into it. Layers upon layers upon... Nah, girl. No. <sighs> You'll find people... Or these people who actually want to be your friend for who you are. Yeah. And you deserve that. I think it's hard to constantly be thinking, are my friends really my friends? Do they actually like me for me? Or Do I have to do this or perform this way or get this yeah. to, to be the, the, the kind of girl, the it girl? The it's giving girl. XOXO gossip girl. Like, <laughs> 90210. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, girl, expose yourself. Just be honest, man. Just be honest. There's a reason why all the films end the same way. They do. With just the honest, Boy, the honesty. It wouldn't end up with people dead, though. Yeah. I don't true. think this will happen. That, 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 that happen here. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I mean, that's quite extreme. That's the old family. Yeah. Nah, you'll be fine. You'll actually be fine, but you have to, like, be Come honest. clean. Sweat it out. You have to. And there's actually, like, you're not in danger. If you're honest, mm. you're not in danger. Like, you're just... Mm okay they may distance themselves from you then at least you know they're bad apples yeah or it may give you an opportunity to just like you like we said like make deeper real more authentic relationships and bonds mm. with the people that you already love in your life that's a great opportunity so yes it's just come clean just come clean got you don't worry and maybe you might need to make some new friends that's all right and that's not a bad thing that's all right we're stepping into 2022 fair. so you know Prime time to be making new friends anyway. Exactly. But talking about that new new, life update time. So a lot has been changing on our end, obviously, as we've been gone for like over a month, I think. Yeah. Oh, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> season three was Bad meant title. to start. Yes. Last week. Mm -hmm. And it did it because Omicron <laughs> was out here. Catching bodies and catching souls, and unfortunately, I was snatched. Hey, the way that Omari and I mean Omicron, Omicron before his team comes to me, the way Omicron Not has defamation. been. Can you imagine? Be like, um, on at five sixty-two of this podcast, absolutely not. The way it's been catching people recently is actually insane. Please keep safe. Please keep safe for the sake of you and your family members. But thank you for bearing with us, guys. And yeah. We're back. And thank we're you back. for all your well wash years. And just like, if you follow us on Instagram, then you already got an update from us. But just thank you for wishing me well, for telling me to get well soon. I think all your prayers really worked because I've been feeling a lot better. But yeah, so I had Armacron um, <laughs> a week after we moved into this apartment. Can you imagine? So yeah, I mean. Talk about getting to know your surroundings, right? <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> <laughs> being locked up for 10 days um, but yeah like how have you found well first of all you can let us know actually the changes that have been happening in your life as well boy boy oh boy um, quite a new ugh, English one of them being I seem to have forgone the capacity to articulate myself <laughs> um, well a number of different changes have occurred in my life mm -hmm. the headline one being I've moved into an apartment with my best friend and it's really significant to me because mm. on my like vision board and like my list of things that I wanted to do was moving out of my parents' house, which mm. I achieved in like the first month of the year. And I was like, oh, okay, there's nothing more significant to happen mm. here. Um, but then this happened. And I really do think that this was the like real move. Mm. It was almost like the first move was that ah, you've gone out, mm. but I want like, I need you to go, or rather God was like, I need you to go out, out. Mm. Um, so there was moving into a new apartment also starting a new role um mm. so i'm now working at a social impact fund like i'm so happy <laughs> finally this is where i really wanted to be 
um, doing some really, really dope stuff. I got my first board position, which was also pretty dope. Yeah. And um, yeah, lots of other like really weird, wonderful, random things happening mm. right now, which has been amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's me. Oh, fitness stuff. So I hit my like five year fitness anniversary, which is dope yeah. as well. Like I hit all of my fitness goals for the year, literally on the day that, <laughs> the day that we moved in, like literally went to, to the gym and like checked out all of my stats and did all of my like performance stuff mm. that I wanted to do. So one of them being, being able to do like X amount of pushups in mm. a row or like deadlift this ma- amount or like squat this amount and literally got everything that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So that's me, <laughs> that is me. I hit all my we financial targets it. for the year as well. That was dope. We love that. I'm pleased, man, <laughs> I'm pleased, I'm pleased. I'm pleased for you. But yeah, that was me. Good, what about you, Miss Courtney? Similarly moved in. Um, and I think the only other like life thing that a lot has been changing at the same time for me. So moving into this apartment, moving out of my office, I've got to move out of my second studio on the 31st. So that's like literally crossing over into 2022 (laughs) and I'm like officially out of my offices, but then I closed down my business. So CDB London, uh, some of you may know, some of you may not know, but I used to have a company, a hair and beauty company, an e-commerce company called CDB London, which uh, was all about hair extensions and wigs, baby, because you know, mama's always late. I mean, Um, (laughs) have you ever seen Miss Courtney like not late? Never lacking, never lacking. But yeah, like I have, I've been doing it for well I was doing it for about three years just over three yeah three and a half years and my first company I shut it down simply because I just didn't want to do it anymore and I think that was like a big girl move for me because the reasoning was I just I want to try something else with my career and I think similarly to what you were saying like shifting in your careers I think it's been harder for me to navigate because Mm. when you are employed it's like there's a natural progression like there's a you jump from one role to another role you get a pay increase or you just move companies but you kind of know what field and what sphere you're working in I think I've struggled with that because there hasn't been that natural pathway or that natural like yeah progression like it's just been what do I want to do and how do I want to push it in what direction and I think coming to that decision of I want to stop on this path right now and move, kind of manifest in a different way my business capabilities and my creativity. And that was hard because it's now like me going into myself and searching for what am I good at? What do I actually like? What do I want to do? What are my dreams? And I think that's something I hadn't revisited. I hadn't, I hadn't revisited in a really long time. And I've been kind of having this mindset shift of, delving back into like childhood dreaming Mm. and thinking about what did I want to, what literally, what did I want to do when I was a grown up? Do you get what I mean? Like when I get older, I want to do X, Y, Z. Like what was that? And yeah, some of them is like outrageous. I'm like at some point for a brief six months, I wanted to be like a barrister. That's not going to happen anymore. And I'm happy with that because I'm not made for that. But I wanted to like travel the world. I still want to do that. Like Mm. things like that, re-identifying the the crazy ideas that I had when I was younger. And I think we can often let that childhood or that childlike dreaming go. And I've I've just decided to embrace it um, and take that risk, which can be hard when you're not 
from like a really wealthy background and you haven't got that kind of safety net of if X, Y, Z goes wrong, what am I going to do? So I've spent the last year and a half really giving myself that safety net, especially financially. Mm. And that's also involved hitting all my financial goals and really pushing myself to um, like smash my financial targets. And thankfully I've been able to do it, um, which has meant now I have that safety net. And I think like what you were saying in the dilemma, like you're not yeah, we're not responsible for where we start, but we are responsible for where we end. I think it's been important for me to start crafting out a new reality mm. for myself, which actually pushes the boundaries of my own history and my own my own previous performance and actually allowing myself to think bigger, dream b- bigger and push myself and actually hold myself accountable in some kind of way. Mm. Because at the beginning of this year, like I was not happy with where I was with my job and where I was with my career. And now I've gotten to this point where I'm like, okay, if you're not happy with it, what are you actually doing to change it? And I think that's the that's my same question I've been asking myself when it comes to like fitness and my health and my even my physical environment like I wasn't happy at home but what was I actually going to do about it like all of these things financial situations relationships like I wasn't happy with some of the relationships in my life well what are you actually doing about it and actually holding myself accountable and allowing my self-esteem to be built up by saying I'm going to do something or saying I'm not happy with something and allowing myself to change it Mm. has actually been such a great reinforcer of I like my confidence in myself and in my abilities. And yeah, I've really, I've really, a lot has changed about me, I think. And that kind of leads into a conversation about like embracing change. Yeah. Because I think change can, and I remember like saying it to you when we had first moved in and like when we were kind of talking about like, being in all this space. This is what you've prayed for. This is what you've hoped for. This is what you've wanted. And now you have it and it feels weird. Or even, you know, deciding like, these are the choices that I want to make for myself as a person. I want to start saving this much. I want to start being this involved in the people in, uh, with the people in my life. I want to open myself up romantically. I want to be a better friend. I want to be more present. Whatever the decisions are you make for yourself, And then actually stepping into the reality of that and realizing that you're changing and things around you are changing. For some reason, along with the joy, there's an, for me anyway, (laughs) (laughs) there's this element of discomfort. Mm -hmm. Like there's not just discomfort. I don't think discomfort is the word because I think naturally with evolution, discomfort is inevitable. Mm. There's this element of fear and there's this element of, I don't know how to actually fully embrace this like somebody who's been reunited with a loved one. Yeah. Kind of embrace. Yeah. It's more of a, oh, you're here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you know. Hello, big girl. I've been thing. wanting you to be here, but mm. now you're here. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I'm the only one who's mm. experienced that, mm-hmm. but I, mm. yeah. Have you experienced that? Oh, yes, like I that? definitely have. Like with most of the grandiose and amazing things that have happened in my life it's always preceded by a little bit of um oh this is really uncomfortable for me or mm. like is this somebody else's life that I'm stepping mm. into um and granted as I've gotten older I've stopped doing it as much and mm. the period of discomfort shortens but it's still there for me it's the whole like there's a degree of separation. Like it takes a little bit of time for like my mental to catch up with the fact that, oh, you've actually achieved this 
great milestone. Mm. Um, a, because for me, coming from a background where I've not had much or I've had much taken from me mm. or there's like a time limit on the things that we have mm. or there's kind of scarcity. Those are the things that I had to contend with when I was growing up. Mm. So for me, it always feels like there's almost like a ticking time bomb type mm. situation where it's like, oh, I have all of these nice things, but are they going to be taken away from me? So very much a, a hint of a trauma response, if mm. you will, of I don't want to get too attached to this or like, oh my God, this is amazing, but I'm also scared because it feels like this isn't real and mm. this is going to be taken from me at mm. any moment or um, all of that kind of jazz. And then there's B that I'm also still dealing with, which is this whole notion of how do I really embed gratitude into mm. my life such that I can actually pause okay. to enjoy the things that I've actually achieved. Mm. Because for me, subsequent to the whole like scarcity mentality and coming from that kind of background, there's this whole high achieving trait mm. that I have where it's like you build, you smash your goal onto the next mm. one. And because of that, I often struggled to find time to actually pause, reflect and enjoy because I'm already thinking, I need to fortify this. What's mm. the next one? I need to do more. What's the next one? I've smashed this. What's the next mm. one? And I think we definitely live in a culture that really facilitates this notion of like build onto the next one, yeah. smash your goals onto the next one. Yeah. And gratitude seems to be this really like surface level, take a snap or surface level, you know, um, post and then go and then just be going no nah, man like we've moved in together I think I'm just gonna be in awe for the, the rest of the year <laughs> and I'm gonna enjoy sitting on our couch yeah. and I'm gonna be enjoy doing random things like eating my bowl of cereal in my pjs and at like god knows o'clock mm. and nobody coming to say anything about it mm. having the actual space and time to reflect and enjoy things has been foreign to me for a very long time. So that's mm. also something that I've come to really embrace as I grow older, mm. gratitude. Um, I posted something recently on Instagram um, about gratitude. And in the caption, I mentioned something about time perception mm. and how as we get older, our time perception um, changes. So our perception of time actually shortens mm. and it feels like things are speeding yeah. up, right? Like when we reflect on things like, you know, COVID and the pandemic and like, oh my God, it's 2022 already. Yeah. I swear we were in 2018, like two seconds ago. <laughs> I still, I'm just like, whoa, that's four <laughs> years ago, right? And maybe it's a function of me getting older. Maybe it's a function of, you know, the reality of living in a global pandemic mm. for like three years. But the case still stands, time perception. It feels like life is going by really, really quickly. Yeah. So it's really important, at least to me, and I think to a lot of people, to really, when good moments come by, really hold on to them, yeah. stretch them out. Yeah. We are taught so much to like anticipate the worst mm. that we never really sit and rest in the best. Mm. And when the best does come, sit in that yeah. for as long as you can stretch out the good moments lord knows the bad moments will come and we're yeah. always dealing with something and this is literally the height of dealing with something everybody and their uncle is dealing with something <laughs> right now we're dealing with stuff yeah. right now you're dealing with stuff right now but when good things come by mm. really really spend time just experiencing it feeling that mm. And enjoying it yeah. enjoy life is to be enjoyed so and i think true. that's definitely something that i've learned this year I have had, Lord, it's been up and down. Trust me, there's, <laughs> there's been some crazy times. Mm -hmm. Catching COVID being one of them, like mm -hmm. lows of lows. But in the heights, 
the times that I spent with like friends, family, loved ones, the times that I've like really hit my milestones, I've spent time really enjoying them mm. this year. And that's something that I really want to continue carrying with me and building on as I mm. get older with the whole time perception stuff. But I've mattered on, Miss Courtney. Yeah, no, I think that is so true. Well, yeah, no, I feel like that's so true. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's so true. <laughs> I told you, Eng the English language, goodness. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's one of those, do you think, in order to be like super grateful and super content, mm. I, I think it's an issue of contentment. It's something has to be massive. I have to reach the pinnacle. It has to be the final. I can't be content until, how can you be content and still chase for more? Do you get what I mean? So I think there's that misunderstanding of contentment that we have, which is you think that once you are content, you've just accepted that this is what's gonna be forever. Yeah. And it's like, no, actually contentment and gratitude does not exclude you from aiming for more, going for something new, but it does mean that what you have right now, there's an there's a sense of I'm happy with this. Mm. Like I'm, it doesn't mean it's the final. It doesn't mean it's the end. I think there's that element of do I deserve this? Mm. Like there's that issue that you have thinking about. I'm changing, things are changing. Can I, not even do I deserve this, can I sustain this? Mm. There's that anxiety and that panic that comes with this new life that has come now, this, this new apartment, this, these new friendships, these new relationships, this new degree of happiness. Is this gonna last, right, number one? And also, am I at a place where I can make it last? And what something that I went through a lot last year um, was, can I actually bet on myself to make this last? Like if good good things happen, do I just think that was luck? That was just right place, right time? Or do I actually think of myself as somebody who has made this happen, who's, who's done the deep work, has worked damn hard, has been disciplined? Mm. If I actually don't, if I have that imposter syndrome, if I have that low self-esteem, if I have that low self-image that tells me this thing that I have is not deserved, there's also always going to be that doubt as to whether I am the person who can sustain it, right? Whether I am the person who can keep it, nurture it and keep it going. And I think that then leads to fears, like you were mentioning, mm. of I could wake up tomorrow and this is gone. And it's not just gone because somebody has taken it from me. It's gone because I dropped the ball. Mm. And I think that leads to a huge lack of confidence. Yeah. It leads to a huge kind of... a you doubt yourself all the yeah, time. Like the yeah. self-doubt will be immense because you don't think of yourself as somebody who can sustain the good things that they have in their life. Um, and I think that comes down to that thing I was saying about self-confidence, right? Mm -hmm. And self-confidence being less about kind of this self-esteem and reciting these affirmations in the mirror, which I think are super good. Don't get me wrong, it's the affirmation. <laughs> but I think it's more so about doing the nitty gritty stuff, right? Like, mm -hmm. are you a person who has a track record of making the hard decisions and sticking to them? Are you with somebody who, when you tell yourself like, I'm gonna do X, Y, Z, you actually do it. Mm -hmm. Because those are the things you draw upon when you kind of get those thoughts. And I think, I guess I'm talking to myself. Those are the things that I draw upon when I get those thoughts of, do I deserve this? Can I sustain this? Is this just gonna be gone tomorrow? 
is this because I'm I am one of those people who if good things is happening, like loads of good things are happening. There's something coming. There's something in the pipeline. What is that? They're gonna catch me out somehow. The devil coming. They're for looking me. for me. They are looking for me. That is me, like yeah, to the yeah. T. I'm just like you know this. I'm always like something's gonna happen. <laughs> it's that's how life goes. Um, and I'm still to that to a degree looking out for that gotcha moment because in my head it's like seasons change yeah. all the time, and I think that that's a beautiful thing. But it's also it's sobering, right? To think. Good times don't last forever. Bad times don't last forever. Um, But it also means how do you leverage the good times so that when the bad times come, they don't hit as hard Mm. um, and they don't. Because I I think it's important to realise that, like you were saying, sitting in those moments and being happy, you should embrace that because they don't last forever. Right. And this could be seen as very like, this is a bit dark but I genuinely think if there's anything living in a pandemic has taught us and just the the times of uncertainty it's life is risky take risks good times don't last bad times don't last and you have to embrace all of them and feel the full range of those emotions but really work on sharpening yourself as a person so that you can handle those changes in seasons right Mm -hmm, those mm -hmm. changes in when the new challenges come, when the new demands come, are you that person who can actually bet on themselves to make it last? Do you get what I mean? Or mm. bet on themselves to take every punch and to, to give life a couple rounds of its own. Do you get what I mean? And I think this year I have proven to myself and I can confidently say that, that I have. I, mm. Like I am that person. It's hard sometimes to believe that, but that's when you have to draw on your own track record, right? Yeah, if you were yeah. going to go and invest in a company, you would go and ask them, show me what you've done. Show me your Collect actual performance. Like don't just tell me about your projections and what, like actually show me what you have done. And I think sometimes you have to pull yourself up on your own receipts and mm. you pull yourself up on your own track record and say, do I have this self-doubt or this low self-esteem or this low self-image because my track record, I have no confidence in it. And sometimes that's an honest conversation you have to have with yourself, right? Like I say, I want all these things, future projections, but based on past performance, am I that girl? Yeah. Sometimes the answer is no. And I had to be honest with myself at some point. Yeah, the answer is no. But what are we going to do about it, right? That's how you build self-esteem. That's how you build better self-image. I love that. In my opinion. Mm, I love that. And that whole idea of like, sometimes you need to build your track record up before you do the big investments. Exactly. You need to build the track record. You need to build the receipts. When you're invested in a company, business model, all these kind of things need to be robust. Exactly. The structures need to be in place. Some of y'all want to be doing up all of these big things. I want to be a millionaire. I want this. I want to own 10 houses. (laughs) You need your portfolio. Yeah. What is it saying? Before you do the big things, yeah, focus on compounding the small things. Yeah, especially around yourself. Like mm-hmm. when we talk about personal investment, and it's something we talk about all the time around here, right? Yeah. And you're probably yeah. thinking about how to like grow yourself and become better for 2022. But when we talk about these things and actually transforming yourself, it's because you've noticed. I've been seeing this trend online about recreating yourself. Yeah. Oftentimes it's it's because you've noticed, ah, the way I am currently, I don't Trash. like it. I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> and sometimes that honesty is necessary. Cause I know some like I know living in a world where everyone's telling you about 
Let me come for affirmations for a second. Sorry, one second. No, because I think sometimes often we, we recite these mantras and these things in the mirror and we say all these things, but it's hard to really believe them if you haven't truly manifested them through the hard work. And this is something we talk about in the Glow Up. Go and like listen to the mental glow up. There's episodes, y'all. Just go and listen. There's a whole lot of episodes. Or like the discipline, like Mm -hmm. all those kinds Mm -hmm. of the, you know, the real nitty gritty when we're shouting in your ears episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Go and listen to those. I think it's it's hard sometimes because just saying these things aren't enough. And just wanting to believe them about yourself is not enough, sis. You have to give yourself a challenge today and tick that box. So that, because there's all, that's, it's a natural human thing that we feel, mm-hmm. I think, like when you go to bed and you've ticked off your to-do list or you did the hard thing, you said you were going to clean your room and you actually did it. That's the track record that we're talking about. It's not just about, I want to be, I want to be, I want to be, because you can project, you can vision cast, you can vision board yourself to death. It's really about building a track record that you can be confident in. Mm. Like you need to be able to bet on yourself, right? You need to, before you convince anyone to do anything with you, business partner, relationship, friendship, whatever, you actually need to fully back yourself. And that's hard to do when you have no track record that you've been keeping like yourself accountable to in the sense of when I said I was going to do this thing, did I do it? When I said I wasn't happy with this thing, did I change it? Or are you just waiting for life to come and deal you another hand? Because I think a lot of us have noticed as we're getting older that Mm. cards aren't dealt evenly. It's your decision to do with your cards what you please kind of thing. What are you doing with yours? (laughs) Sorry, your face, like, ooh, girl. I feel like that's a natural segue into hashtag Vision22. Hello, somebody. Where we're going to be doing a whole day's worth of workshops on precisely that. How do you build up your cards? How do you manage your cards? How do you build up sufficient track record? And how can you break down those big, lofty, amazing goals into practical steps that you can enact in your everyday life across the board? We're talking... Um, you know, the mind, the body, the soul, everything. Yeah. We're doing a uh, <laughs> what do you, what do they call them? A diagnostic. We're doing a diagnostic, <laughs> and we're giving you the cure. So if you yeah. haven't already, please, please get a ticket. We already had to add some more tickets, yeah. and we're not going to add any more when they're out. <laughs> the link will be below. Yeah. If you are watching on YouTube, and if you are listening on Spotify yeah. or any other, you know, platform. Yeah. Hey, girls, you gotta sign up. You gotta sign up. Yeah, but I think that's actually a good opportunity to talk more about Vision Conference because. Obviously, for the last year, we've been doing TMS. It's been going good. Thank you for rocking with us. We love you. <laughs> um, no, but I think it's it's very surreal that we now have this global community of women yeah. who want to not only work on themselves, but help each other work on mm, themselves mm-hmm, and do it mm-hmm. within community. And what we wanted to do in like in, off the back of the live show that happened in October, um, loads of women were coming up and being like, you know, we need like accountability. We need a walkthrough we need a whole breakdown a lot of you are saying the live show was too short you were there for like six hours we were there. that was a whole day <laughs> a but whole i get day. it like i actually get it because even to me it felt like already it went by in a well it's over crazy so yeah like december 28th we decided that we would put on a vision conference which is basically about 
vision casting for 2022 and how you're going to walk through 2022. And I guess the, the way we were thinking about it was what are the areas we set goals for ourselves? So it's it's financial, it's physical, it's relational, um, it's spiritual, it's all of these things. And let's break that down. But I think the way we really like it hit us was a lot of the things that we're talking about in terms of our successes that have happened this year they happened together they happened with us holding each other accountable as well as holding ourselves accountable having to work on ourselves in private Mm. as well as in public like a lot of the stuff that we've been working through and the decisions that we've been making as friends as business partners um as the leaders of this community have been on camera like have been in front of you and also have been informed by your input and this is an opportunity And it will be the first of many, actually, to do things with you, right? Mm -hmm. Like to actually bring um, all the sisters together where everyone comes to the Vision Conference trials to get that ticket. But everyone who can come, and obviously we're starting in small batches because it's just us two that you see sitting on this couch. It's just us trying to help the whole world. Um, But also allowing you guys to all help each other because we need, yeah, we do need a forum and an arena for all of you to come together so that you can hold each other accountable and you can meet each other. And the theme for Vision 2022 is... It starts with you and ends with us. There we go. Talk us through. Well, (laughs) so as we were thinking and pondering and considering and insert another synonym for thinking um, about vision, one thing that occurred to us is a lot of our, when we think about visions and when we think about goals for like, you know, next year or think about, you know, when January comes around, we often think of ourselves as isolated entities. Mm. We often think of, you know, I'm vision casting for my life in 2022. And I'm sure you guys may have heard of the saying that if you want to go fast, go alone. Mm. But if you want to go far, go together. together. And as Courtney mentioned, there are certain goals in my life that I actually could not have have achieved without her. We wouldn't be on this couch right now. If if Courtney was not here, who is it that I'm going to come and live with? Who? 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 It's true. Um, and as I've, <laughs> as I've been very, very blunt about in past episodes, Courtney is not for sale. I'm sc- no. Um, no, she's not for sale. Don't, don't, I know. I'm here though. I'm for everybody. I know. Um, proceed. <laughs> I fight now. <laughs> but I fight now. I throw hands. I throw, I throw hands. Can you imagine? And quit. <laughs> but um, it is really important that you actually leverage the things that you have around yeah. you, that being the people that you have around you. And one of the things that we really want to encourage, especially going into 2022 with TMS is, hi, there's a community. Yeah. This isn't about us. And we've yeah. always been super, super... Um, clear about the fact that we want this to grow into a global community in fact on that note go and share with a sister that we're back Um, (laughs) we want to share that this is a global community and we want to ensure that you guys are making new friends that you're making new connections that you're building new things together yeah we want to be the catalyst for other things happening in your life so the vision starts with you Mm. but it always ends with an us the us being us at tms yeah um, we're really, really emphasizing the us in TMS Big time. this year. Big oh, time. you guys are going to see some crazy things this year. <laughs> so time. please get ready to hop on the TMS Get ready train. to be involved. And also get ready to actually do the work. Oh, 100%. Because it's easy, like you said this oh, yesterday, no. mm. it's easy to listen to us. And obviously we, we have hot takes yeah. and we say quotable things mm-hmm. and all of that. I think it's really important that 
it's not just tr I'm triggered. Oh my gosh, this was so good. And then it's another YouTube video or podcast that you click off and you forget. Oh my God, you read me, but what did you do? do but what did you do? No, for real, because it's like we were saying, I think we were saying this in season two. Yeah. Information overload. 100%. There, are, there is so much content on the internet. <sighs> So for much, better, for worse. and you probably know like a lot of what you can do to make your life what you want it to be. Yeah, right. Like for all, sure, all that for vision sure. that you cast for yourself, you probably know what to do. The issue is doing it, mm. and that doing it is hard. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna front. Like doing it is hard, and we're always transparent on this. Like I was about to say on this couch, this is the first time we're on this couch. <laughs> <laughs> we're always transparent on the podcast right yeah, like yeah. these things are hard for anyone to do but you need a sister to help push you and yeah you also need that personal thing of pushing yourself but I think vision is all about learning to not do life alone and also learning to not be extremely self-centered in a negative way with yeah. your goals yeah because I think one thing that we can all do is vision cast for the beginning of the year and obviously we're thinking about us me myself and I but I think it's important and we think it's important to push yourself to be better for the the sake of also for the sake of the people around you 100%. and the community around you and we did this thing where obviously we just moved into this really lovely apartment we feel super grateful to be here but it's christmas time it is cold outside and the rates of homelessness are sky high okay Hi. um and so we are donating 10 percent of the ticket proceeds um from vision conference vision 2022 to the Marlebone Project, which is a charity which deals with uh, homelessness amongst women here in London. And hopefully we can do more things like that globally, you know. Um, but we wanted to really have it in mind that your vision and you building the life that you want is not just for you, mm. right? It's not just for your... Yes, like, it's important to have... I'm doing this for me and I'm making decisions and main character energy and all of that. But you're not an island, sis. Mm. Like, and you're you're not meant to be, right? We're not trying to build up super powerful individuals who just think about themselves, themselves, themselves. 100. It's really important to remember that there may be people in less fortunate positions that, than we are in. And it's actually our responsibility to help take care of them as a sisterhood village. Like it's it's so important as a community to be like, I'm doing these goals and I'm smashing it and I'm becoming a better friend and I'm becoming a better sister, I'm becoming a better daughter for the sake of my household, for the sake of my family, for the sake of my daughters. But I'm also doing this for the sake of my sisters, right? Like to my sisters, I'm doing this for you. Mm -hmm. And we're all rooting for each other. So Vision Conference is the beginning of that and kicking start 2022, right? Oh boy. And together. Boy, oh boy. And listen, if you think that we've triggered you over the course of season one and season two, <laughs> that vision conference, I don't think you understand how much we're planning to. <laughs> we're going to kick you. Forget triggers. Not abuse. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're planning to kick I don't think you understand. We're planning to kick you. Not abuse. Forget trigger. This is physical. We might even come through that. <laughs> that virtual. <laughs> we might even come through that computer and beat you up. <laughs> nah, biggest bad thing. Life has been dealing with us. <laughs> no, let's keep it a buck here. Yeah. Let's keep it a buck. Life has been dealing with us. Um, and the reason why I say that is I'm I let's like transparency moving. Even moving in together has presented new challenges. Mm. Like it, I think living, maybe we need to do an episode on living. Yeah. With <laughs> but I think it's also challenging yourself to realize like 
relationships take work. Like I've been thinking about this over the last few days because I've just been noticing things within myself and I'm like, the, the, first of all, the work is never over. The, like the self-work is never over. No, it's not. Secondly, new stimuli, like new environments, new situations bring up old issues. Mm. Like I've noticed in myself that as much as, you know, we're healing and we're developing as people, new situations bring up old issues. Like especially issues that you haven't fully dealt with or you've dealt with them, but you're now seeing a new dimension of the issue or the trauma or the pain or the bad habit. Like yeah. you're seeing a new dimension of it because there is a new stimulus. Yeah. I think it's, it's challenged me to really realize that in order to build a community where there's accountability and there's love and there's friendship and there's community, everything, all of those things are going to be challenged in your own life, yeah. right? Like a lot of times thinking about the wisdom that we want to share on the podcast and the dilemmas and all of that, like I'm challenged because sometimes to get wise or to get wisdom, you have to go through pain or you have to realize you have to push yourself. Like you have to push yourself to, to actually do the things you preach. Mm-hmm. Um, it's challenging. I, I think for me, like moment of transparency and vulnerability, like mm. I'm a little bit scared. It wouldn't be worth it if you weren't, though. This is true. This is true. And I think the fear is more so around... And this is something that I was saying to you the other day. Because mm. everyone's been asking me since closing down CDB, yeah. what's next? So what do you do now? Is that the question? What's and next? I've always known what I wanted to do. Yeah. Like, I've always known I want to travel. I want to work on creative projects. I want to create bomb content. And I just want to give back to the sisterhood community. Like, that's it. That's it. And in my head, I'm now in the... Not even in my head. In real life, I'm in the position to do that. Yeah. Stepping into that, though, is scary because now there's no excuses. Now there's no... Oh, but this is holding me back. This kind of safety net. Now there's no... Oh. Blockers. There's no blockers. The only blocker is you now. This is... (laughs) This is... (laughs) The only blocker is me. Um, and also fully embracing that, like fully embracing that there has been a change. There has been a loss. There has been a, uh, you've had to bury something Mm. now and you've got to wave goodbye to it. Mm. That life has gone. The old has passed away. Here's the new. And the new, you've wanted it, but it's here now stand up to it kind of thing get up and and work on it um and i'm scared the person that it's now going to force me to be yeah because you have to you have to wave bye to like the person who procrastinated and gave excuses you have to wave goodbye to the person who was comfortable Mm -hmm. and to a degree the person who kept you safe Mm -hmm. because i think there is a safety in not pushing yourself into the unknown. It's yeah. the, the excuses, the trauma, the pain. Allowing bad habits to linger. It's it's kind of there to protect you. And now it's like, you can't be in the new. You can't live in the vision that you're casting for yourself and you're casting for next year and allow 
kind of allow yourself to be bubble wrapped. Like, nah. That's such a great analogy. You have to just go into it. You've got to rip off the plaster. Rip it Take off, off the band-aid. Stop and... trying to do the whole, like, self-preservation mm. thing and actually allow yourself to live. Yeah. And allow yourself to live in the fullness of what you said you want. Oh, man. It's scary. And I'm scared. And I, I wanted to come on this episode and say that because I think it's easy to look at people like us who are doing... The bits that Renee is about to do in 2022, <laughs> mind-blowing. And the oh, same girl. for me. And the same for you. But it's easy to see that, like your faves and your online mm, faves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and think they're not scared. Mm, no, we are. Scared? Whatless. What? <laughs> You've got to be joking. We're scared, mate. <laughs> no, nah, bro. You've got to be joking. You've got to be joking. We are scared. I am absolutely... Breaking it. Bricking it, mate. Bricking it. Oh, cool, blimey. I'm literally like, oh, run me a cup of tea or something like that. I'm, no, I'm that scared. And like, scared, scared. Yeah, man. Scared, like. It's scary. This is scary stuff that we're doing. And that's scary. Listen, I rationalise it in my mind that things are not worth doing unless it makes you a bit nervous Mm. or at least scared because Mm. it means that you're doing something that actually stretches you Mm. beyond the point of your emotional as well as physical capacity Mm. to handle it. And it's that element or that stretch that will allow you to grow. Mm. Um, I love always using like fitness and gym (laughs) as like a analogy or like metaphors and stuff like that. But it makes me think of like when one is at the bottom of a squat, Mm. like you've got the bar on, you're like, yeah, I'm going to test my strength. I'm going to get to the bottom. When you're at the bottom, the only thing that will bring that bar right back up is you unless you have a spot or unless you have like a crutch or something. And it's very much like life, right? When you let go of the assistance Mm. and when you're at the bottom of the squat or at the base, the only thing you can rely on now is your sheer willpower to yeah, get that thing up. And yeah. that is scary. Yeah, There is nothing like it because having to move all of that weight on mm. your own, even though you have, you know, community around you and assistance and all that kind of stuff in the form of like other intangible things, it's you versus you. And that can be scary. Yeah. When it's just you versus you, it's not just you versus your trauma. It's not just you versus... Um, you know, the tangible things that are blocking you. It's you versus you, your nature versus your nature. Mm. And I was listening to, I've been listening to a couple of podcast episodes, um, Impact Theory, it's a really, really great Mm. podcast. Um, And it was, it was, um, ah, what's his name? The famous actor. He was... (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh girl, if this was charades, we'd be losing. (laughs) The famous actor... um, Oh, I was gonna Who did he des- play? I was going to describe him so terribly, <laughs> but his name came up in my... I was going to say he has minimal lips. Can we strike that off? <laughs> Matthew McConaughey? Oh, you're rude. No, but you're so rude. Matthew McConaughey is cute. He's a handsome man, but he has minimal lips. I think he's gorgeous, but he does have minimal lips. So Matthew McConaughey... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say progress. <laughs> So Matthew McConaughey was talking about his journey coming into acting. Mm. And he said that in the, like in his life Mm. and on a daily basis, he has had to make the decision of um, gift giving. Mm. So it's either you give a gift to yourself in the present or you give a gift to yourself in the future. Mm. And it's always those split second moments or those 
like really, really scary moments that you have to choose, I'm gifting myself in the future mm. rather than gratifying the version of myself today. Damn. And that is scary because you're banking on a person that doesn't exist yet. Mm. But you're hoping that your present self being stretched will become that person yeah. in the future that you're gifting yourself towards. Mm. So it's like paving it forward and hoping and praying that I'm going to become the person I said that I would become. Yeah. And oftentimes that's the scariest thing. It's not even just the getting the thing, but mm. it's also I need to become a different person. person to have the thing. So it's in that like growth, that that weird liminal space between the person you are and the person that you need to be, that growth space, right? Mm. That's what scares people the most, mm. right? It's not just the having the millions, it's the, I need to become financially expedient to have the millions. Mm. It's not just the, you know, um, having the apartment, it's the, oh, sugar, I actually need to like, you know, make X amount of money or yeah. like, I need to learn be able to, to learn to keep a home, to yeah. be, be that person. And I think that we often think of the being the person bit as something very theoretical, mm. as you were saying, right? This whole affirmations, I'm gonna become the person by saying, this is the person that I'm going to become yeah, in the mirror. Yeah. No, it's not. It's evidenced by what you do. It's evidenced by your track record of yeah. you being the person that you said you're going to, to yeah. be. If you are, like, you need to be a hard worker, what evidence do you have in your life that you've given the gift of hard work to your future self? Mm. What have you done in the past? What gifts have you, you know, started to accumulate that can be used as evidence that mm. you are a hard worker or mm. that you can become a hard worker? Mm. And I think that it's the operationalizing of becoming the person that a lot of people struggle with. Mm. How do I make this practical, tangible? Yeah. How do I make the evidence known that's not super superficial and it's yeah. not just, you know, the oh, morning routine for like once in a month. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I drank the green constantly juice. And it's like, resetting. You know, constantly yeah. resetting, constantly, constantly detoxing. Yeah. How toxic are you? Why <laughs> you're are you constantly detoxing? Bro, major detox. First of the month, every month you're there. First no, of the month, every me. month, challenge. Every challenge you're there. <clears throat> every time you're there. You've lined up. And yet at the end of the year, the cumulative changes, all we can see is you've started again, but you've never gotten to the finish Ooh. line. Started again and again and again. You've said all the affirmations. You've sprinkled the fairy dust over yourself again and again. But what do you have to show for it? What gifts have you given yourself in the future? Zero. Zilch. Zero. You clicked on the video. <laughs> Zero. And this notion of compounding interest, right? Because yeah. if you keep starting again, nothing compounds. Yeah. You yeah. can't keep starting again. You yeah. need to find something and, you know, find the, the actions yeah. and stick with it. Yeah. That's also important. Your capacity and your propensity to stick with it. Yeah. It's not just about giving yourself, your future self, the gift one day. It's yeah. about doing it every day. Every time. It's the daily fight. Yeah. We've had conversations about making daily decisions, yeah. but it's daily decisions that compound. Yeah. How can I be better than I was yesterday? yesterday? Again and again and again and again, so that it compounds, so that from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, you don't have false, um, just a bucket of full starts. Yeah. You're at least halfway down the race. Yeah. It's better to be halfway down the race than at the start again and, and again, again and, and again, again and again. And you will get exhausted. Like you will get tired and you'll get discouraged. Like we were saying about that track record, your track record will just keep saying failed, 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 ah. failed, failed. And that's discouraging, right? That's, it's hard to be confident in yourself when 
you don't keep things going, right? And That's this it. is not to say it's easy. We know it's hard. We've actually reiterated so many times mm. that we know it's hard and we're trying our best to do the hard things. Um, but also realise that it's better to make progress over a long period of time than to exhaust yourself over a short period of time and only to have to walk back to the beginning and to have not made it to the end. So maybe... I know like, cause I've, I've been thinking about why do new year's resolutions always fail to the point where we just decide I'm not making them anymore. Mm. Right. I think it's important to realize that all the things you set out for yourself might not be achieved in just one year. Maybe what you're going to write for yourself at the vision 2022 conference is rather something that may have to take five years. Mm. Right. But at least you have a direct a re- direction. At least you have a sense of, this is the new woman that I want to be and Mm. this is who I want to become and I'm deciding to commit to that every single day. And I'm going to take 2022 to monitor, but I'm not going to rush myself to the point where I'm going to become exhausted and I'm also going to embrace the things that life throws at me because I know a lot of us wrote, made some very nice vision boards in December 2019 and then (laughs) 2020 came. Bro! (laughs) But I think it's also important to, to allow yourself that room for contingency plans. Yeah. But having a sense of direction of this is the woman I want to become. It's less so about what do I want to have? Who am I trying to become? Mm. That matters. That's the person you decide every single day to be rather than just chasing arbitrary things. Mm -hmm. Um, But girl, we've nattered on. It's the end of episode No, it's not. Damn, that shit has <laughs> been back for a while, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We heard that you enjoyed, Sha. Damn. Well, we're back now, so. We're going to be in your ears. We are going to be in your ears. But please let us know what you think. Be in our ears. What do you think about... How are you feeling about 2022? Yeah, first of all, yeah. How, how are you, you feeling, feeling about 2021 and the way that it goes? Sorry. And the way that it's gone? Um, self-reflection points, anything that you've learned, everything that you've discovered. Catch us up. What's happened in the last, you know, four weeks that we ain't been around? Guys, we need to know what's been going what's, on. What's going, what's on, been going on on the streets? We know that you missed us. 100%. Sure. But we want to hear from you. So definitely leave a comment down below. And if you are not already a part of the gang, gang. It's embarrassing at this stage. We're literally about to step into 2022. We're literally, this is your last opportunity to say, I've been rocking with you must from the beginning. From the, 100%. Because if you subscribed in 2022, you're welcome. <laughs> but you're new. <laughs> you're welcome, but you're new. You're new. <laughs> but yes, um, definitely, definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Two My Sisters YouTube channel. Follow the podcast on any platform where you are listening to us, whether that be Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, um, on wherever else the podcast is, Google Podcasts, wherever it is. Follow. Definitely leave a review as well. Hopefully a positive one. If it's less than three stars, just send us an email. We don't need that negativity <laughs> in the airspace. <laughs> but... <laughs> no, Sunny, you're actually funny, you know. Please, but... carry on. Close us out. <laughs> subscribe <laughs> follow us on instagram at to my sisterhood or you can also follow us on twitter at to my sisterhood as well or use the hashtag to my sisters and don't forget to follow us on our individual instagram pages because like we said we're gonna light it up in 2020 <laughs> <laughs> i've been waiting to <laughs> not you being <laughs> down with the kids <laughs> 
We're going to light it up in 2022. So please follow the lovely lady at CD Boateng and of course at Renee Kapuku. Yeah. Please, actually, come on, man, support us. Support the girl. Growth, growth gang, <laughs> TMS gang. And I believe that is it. Beyond. Ooh, actually, if you want to tell us what you want to see in season three. I think yes. it will be very interesting to see in the comments. What do you actually want to see from us For sure. in season three? And challenge us too. We want yeah. the wackiest ideas that you've had for season three. We'll yeah. see what we can do. We will. We'll see what we can do. And yeah, get those vision tickets, girl. We ain't going to tell you again. Yeah. yeah. It's embarrassing. At this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just don't want you to miss out for real. And we're going to do our best to take as many people as possible. But we also want to put you in actual groups of good sizes yeah. for accountability. So. <laughs> Please be quick with him. Yeah, so this is a year-long thing. Oh, I don't think we mentioned that about vision. Obviously, it comes with account. Not obviously, it's not obvious. It's going to come with <laughs> accountability groups. So you'll throughout the 12 months of 2022, you will have an accountability group who you'll be checking in with and will be checking in on each other, who you can become friends with. Um, so it's like a year-long program kind of thing but it really is just about community friendship sisterhood hopefully you could even link up with people who you meet from your city sure thing yeah sure thing and once the tickets are gone they are gone oh yeah 100 we, we don't want to hear it we don't want to hear it but sisters we absolutely adore you and we are so so excited for everything that's coming this yeah. year get ready get your little um you know space suit we've yeah. got rocketing out of this world <laughs> so it's tms world for, we the, are for the world baby yeah um but we bid you adieu until the next episode Next week, keep glowing and growing. I know you missed that. I know you <laughs> did. I just know it. I just know. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.